everyone and their mom has a podcast and that's us i don't give a fuck of how good of person you are let's talk some shit girl it's toxic shock duh Billy caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords No, no, don't press record. So this episode, we were thinking of just like talking, shooting the shit, getting personal, not really having a topic, so we're just winging it. Yeah, like what we're watching, you know, what's her favorite uh, current actor, what's her favorite current movies, you know, just giving, anything. You, giving you an insight. Just anything, really. We can just talk about shooting the shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So... I wanted to talk to you about, like, what, what's up with you? Like, what's going on? Well, for any of our listeners, uh, me and Virginia met because we both worked at Nordstrom, and she moved up in Nordstrom, and I decided to move out of Nordstrom. So right now, um, I'm working with a snow special effects company, which is cool because I have um, experience in art department and stuff. So we're working with fake snow and real snow. So I had a good taste of that. I've never done that before, but it was really nice. I was in the back of a truck shoveling snow recently. It was pretty pretty fun so real snow like ice like yeah yeah so they go to a a company and they shoot ice out in the truck and you have to hold on because all the equipment's in there so they have to like protect it and then we just go in the truck and just shovel it out oh interesting that's cool i never knew that so it's called magic snow magic snow oh cool shout out (laughs) i can't wait for the kardashians to hire you and you could actually go over there they are one of our clients so wow yeah You can uh, throw snowballs at them. I know, right? You can pee in the snow and just tell them, like, hey. Hide it in there? You want a lemonade snow cone? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's pretty interesting. So I wanted to talk to you about, like, what what shows are you watching right now? So I was just talking to Virginia earlier today about this, but I forgot when the new series of Dexter New Blood came out. It came out today. And and I watched the first episode, and I loved it. It was great. If anybody wants to watch that, if they've ever seen Dexter, if they've ever... Um, watch the series back in the day. I have never watched Dexter. I think I back in the day I only watched like the first two episodes. It was really interesting, but yeah. like around that time there was a lot of shows coming out too. So I tend to like merge over to what's more interesting like to me. Yeah, you know? gotcha. So, but now that it's back, I feel like I have to like actually tune in and see it because you're telling me it's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just a, a fan to begin with and yeah. uh, me and my sister were watching it this morning and she was like, I'm really glad uh, Michael C. Hall survived cancer to make this because <laughs> he, uh, he had cancer back in 2010 and wow. yeah, he's good now. That's really cool though. That's a, kind of a cool journey. You know? Yeah. Like, now he's back and he's healthy. So. Well, you know, it's also funny. He married his co-star who plays a sister on the show and then they got divorced and now they're both married to different people. His co-star, was that the girl who did uh, The Haunting of Emily Rose? The Exorcism. The yeah, Exorcism, exorcism her. her. What happened to her? Uh, I think she got married and I think she has a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, but she's in the show. Spoiler, she's in um, the, okay. the new uh, series, New Blood. So yeah. that's pretty cool to see her. Okay. I just wonder how it is on set because, you know, they have yeah. that history. But it's been so long since they got divorced right. and stuff. So, and this is the famous Bronson. Bronson making his appearance. All the noises. Yeah. Say hi. Okay, let me put him away. <laughs> you shy? Come here. He's also very codependent. He is. As am I of him. Yeah, definitely, because you're uh, Dandy's mom. If anybody's seen American Horror <laughs> Story, she's. I know he's my Dandy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I lost a dog a couple of months ago, so. I feel like, you know, he's kind of like, I don't know, I, I've poured all of my emotion onto him, so right. I, I feel like he is my codependency. It's probably not healthy, but we all have our coping mechanisms. That's no, I understand how it is. I've lost dogs and stuff, and it's hard, dude. It's just, yeah. it's really hard. Um, it is. Shout out to Misfit, who's up in heaven now. Yeah, RIP Misfit. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. What do you um, so... Let's see. What about like Dune? Have you seen Dune? Yes. Okay, we both seen Dune. Yes. So, what's your take of it? I know you're a Star Wars person, so yeah. I know you have like an appreciation for it, right? For that world, for that like whole like space. I'm like community. a sci-fi nerd. I I never read the books though, which I need to get on that. I know there's so much going on with Dune, but in the movie, um, I really liked it. I like the whole universe of it. It's like it's. 
basically it's like humanity but wait like thousands of years into the future and how things are going and like it's all about like colonizing and like I feel like it's also relevant to today right and I just really liked it there's some issues with it obviously like yeah the whole Paul and his mom the sexual tension <laughs> I saw TikToks on that and I just thought it was so funny like dude I see it I see it too now that I think of it I was like wait that's so true yeah but I, I don't know I, I saw it and I liked the whole like effect of it. I like the, I like everything. I like even the, the message behind it. It was pretty deep. However, I, I just kept waiting for that huge battle. And you, you did say there was a battle, yeah, but it was more of an invasion. Yeah, there is know? a battle. <laughs> I didn't see that. There's as a action. I didn't see it as a battle. I, I kind of saw it, like they crept up, and like it, to me, it wasn't fair. Like it wasn't an actual like the way the the movie kept like egging on to Timothy Chalamet's character like preparing him for this I was preparing myself too you know like, like okay when are we going like let's go like he's ready like he killed somebody he finally killed that guy you know and yeah. like he's ready and it never happened to me so I was like what's going on so I, I, for me it was anticlimactic in a way well good thing there's gonna be a part two right um yeah I thought it was a really good movie really well made um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was well made. I liked um, the the big guy. He was cool. Oh, uh, the fat dude? Yeah. I forgot his name. I did too. He was like the Ursula of that world. Yeah, and he was just like hovering around and yeah. stuff. And then when he comes out of the mud bath. Yeah, he's Ew. Like, I know. What was that about though? Oh, um, so this is what I read up on Wikipedia because I wanted to learn more about the Dune universe. Um, so, you know how Paul's mom is, like, a witch? And, like, her... Those r- mother witches, I don't know what they're called. I forgot. They try to breed with other species of people to right. see how, like, their offspring will come out, come out. And so, I guess her... Jessica's mom, like, made that dude have sex with one of the witches. Either her... I think it was her or, like, one of the sisters. And um, he was like, what the hell? And he got really pissed off. And then so, in retaliation, in a weird way, he, like, rapes her. And so she cursed him to being obese. Oh, shit. So that was, like, yeah, that's, like, a curse. Okay. Yeah. It's it's really weird. I'm probably butchering the story. You guys can look it up. But that's what I read on Wikipedia. So that's, okay, so that's the end. I I don't know if they're going to bring it up in this part, too. That would be kind of cool. Like, I want to see that kind of, like, backstory. But we shall see. And I thought, too, like, Zendaya would have a bigger part, but she was just, like, part of his visions the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, she finally shows up. Yeah. So, I guess she does carry on to part two. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. I like it. I just kept waiting for something. Like, I don't think it's a bad film at all, but I just kept waiting for that. Mm-hmm. The way the reviews were, I, I went into it, like, saying it's going to go down, but it, it never really did. But I guess you're right. Part two. It was, like, a pre pre to the movie. Yeah. It's like a little sneak peek, like a two-hour sneak peek of the actual movie that's coming. It was like foreplay. Yeah, foreplay yeah. pretty much. <laughs> it's like, let's just like tease them a little bit right. and see what's up. Definitely. Which is pretty smart of the director to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was good. I liked it. Some movies I want to see in the theater to change the subject a little bit. I want to see French Dispatch. Another, he's like in everything now. I know. It's very popular. I want to see that movie and then um, Last Night in Soho and then Spencer's coming out. There's so so many things I want to see in the theaters. What's the other one? There's another one that my husband mentioned, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Antlers. Oh, Antlers? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that too. That one looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, It hasn't been like widely like promoted though, like other films, I noticed. It's like under the radar. I think he's just producing it. I don't think he directed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's probably why. Um... But yeah, just a lot. Like, I renewed my AMC stubs, so it's like, okay, yeah, trying to get on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do want to see also House of Gucci. Oh, House of Gucci, yes. Yeah, it's going to be sick. I hope... I hope she does amazing because a lot of the little clips in here, like to me, it seemed like too much of a Russian accent. She does sound, and she's like, she's Italian. She's Italian. Yeah. Yes. I don't so know. I'm like, what's going on there? I read something that she kept that accent, like she for like six months, like she did that. Wow. Like she was trying to be method about it. But then I also read somewhere that she never contacted the real the lady's name. I forgot her name. Oh, and she was mad, wasn't she? Yeah, she was mad about it too. Damn. I read that somewhere, and she's all offended. Of like, of course, I, what's her name? Patricia? Yeah, of yeah. course she would be offended because she's like fucking narcissist. And yeah. Herself. How dare they make a picture without me? And then she didn't even contact me. I know. It's like because you're probably a horrible human being. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> 
Um, I also watched like clips of like interviews between Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. And Lady Gaga was just saying how much she appreciated him and like he's such a good actor and she's like trying to get into this world. She's like, I don't have that experience, but I'm glad you like got like put me under your wing and guided me. And she's like, and there's not gonna be any rumors this time because you know with um, a star is born, people Bradley are like, Cooper. oh, her and Bradley Cooper <laughs> fucked. And then she's like, there's no, no, no. Yeah. That she said that. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, damn, dude. Back in the day when Star is Born a situation when they would do performances, they were like eye-fucking each other. Oh, yeah. And for uh, during the Oscars? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck is this intensity? Yeah. But you know what's funny? I, I, I read rumors. Oh, I heard rumors about Bradley Cooper being secretly gay. No, I don't see that at you all. You don't see that? No. His ex-wife, uh, Irina Shack, the model, the really gorgeous model, uh-huh. I guess she was like on an interview, like Howard Stern interview, uh-huh. and um, I guess Howard Stern said, like, who would leave you? Because she's gorgeous. Right. And then he's like, I just don't think he's into women. She said that. Really? Yeah. Maybe she said it out of despite. I don't know, but... They're divorced now, right? Yeah. Okay. But FYI, he hasn't really been linked to somebody after that, so... Could be true. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> Spreading the toxicity. I know. We'll see yes. what's up. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So I wouldn't believe anything on Howard Howard Stern though. Like maybe some true. things, but he like he tries to embellish and like tries to poke true. people into like saying like really like controversial things. Right. I don't know. Right. That guy's weird. I never really listen to him. I know. So yeah, that was House of Gucci. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see that one on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day. Um also like series what are you watching now well like i said started dexter um i finished you did you did you ever finish so i I have two more episodes left Uh or i think one more episode left Uh right now i'm just kind of like uh it's just it's just like getting bad worse and worse as like every episode goes by to me because first of all they live in los angeles right yeah no no not los angeles i think like the bay area or something really I forget where they live, but somewhere in California. Somewhere in California, yeah. right? Where it's expensive to buy a beautiful house as where they live, right? right? Motherfucker Penn Badgley works at a bookstore. You know, so I'm like, you work at a bookstore? No, the library. At a fucking library. library. Okay, it's even worse. Well, no, because Love has all the money. Like, She's a baker. Yeah, but her family comes from money. Okay. So that's how they're bankrolling everything. Oh, got it. Okay, so... Okay, well, some things to me are kind of, like, not really believable. Um, Well, of course, it's a show. It's not going to be believable. But I I feel like some things should be a little bit close to reality. But I just don't like the whole cheating thing. Well, that's just his thing. He's, like, like essentially, like, a serial killer. Right. But you see, like, season two, right, Mm -hmm. where she meets, he meets her. And we have that cliffhanger where it ends where, like, oh, he finally meets his soulmate that's actually like him. Right. I carried on in that that story in my head, like, oh, he meets somebody, they're going to kill together. It's going to be, like, a Bonnie and Clyde, Mickey and Mallory Knox from uh, Natural Born Killer situation. Mm -hmm. Like, this is going to be cool. Yeah. But then it got kind of ruined when she cheated on him, and then they really don't have any, like... They, they're kind of living in their, in their illusions and he's now into this other girl and I just don't care for it. Well, you know what I noticed too since you brought that up? I kind of, well, you haven't seen it, but you, it kind of reminds me of Dexter because in, sorry, spoilers, uh, in one season he meets like his partner who's like kind of like that. He okay. gets a girlfriend who's also kind of like a killer. Yeah. And I feel like with Dexter and um, Joe, they have like this mentality of like justice. Okay. And so they're like, no, I'm right. This is justice. I want to be a good person. So I kill to be good. Right. And I feel like that's a really similar. Isn't that funny? That like how things parallel throughout time. Right. That is funny. Yeah. I just, if you guys ever watch Dexter, kind of like give me some feedback on what you think on that. Maybe yeah. wrong. Let us know guys. Yeah. Um, now I have a question for you. Who do you think is more fucked up? Penn Batch's character or Love? Oh, Love. 100%. Do you think so? Yeah, Love is... Dude, uh, she's fucking... She fucked everything up. I know she was the first one to kill. However, yeah. however... Yeah. The one thing that made me think that Penn Batchley's character was more fucked up, which, by the way, I forget his character's name. What is it? Joe? Yeah, Joe Goldberg. Joe. Okay, yeah. Joe. Um, was when when he's like there was a scene where he's like she was like freaking out because she killed somebody like what are we gonna do like oh my god we're gonna get caught whatever yeah and then he goes like i won't let you ruin my my kid's life right and like almost like let's brush this under the rug yeah and let's just keep moving on well he, he's been wanting to leave her you know he always has that in the back of his mind but he's afraid of her 
Like, what is she going to do? She's going to go on, like, a killing rampage. Yeah, I feel like she's more erratic. And yeah. I feel like she's kind of unorganized in her killing. Well, right. Because she has so much anger. She has, like, yeah. all this repressed emotion. Because what makes me think Joe's more fucked up is, like, he's actually analytical about things. You know, yeah. like, he's the one who built this chamber to put his victims in, you know. And he's the one at the bookstore, you know, he did stalk before. And yeah. he's more, like, he's more serial killery for me. Than she is. Yeah, she's like Lorena Bobbitt to me. Like, she's messy. Yeah. You know? I think she just has a lot of emotions. She's like, oh, fuck That's this. That's what it yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, he's more method. Yeah, he's more of a method person, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that's his own, like, that's, like, his warped mentality of, like, this is my justice, this is my truth, of right. what I think is right. True. Which obviously is so demented and warped. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see how season four goes. I know. Well, you need to finish, but... I just don't care about, I just don't care about the whole story, but I, I hopefully, hopefully it makes sense towards the end. Um, you're excited about the characters that were coming in, like Theo? Oh, yeah, Theo's hot, okay? I don't and, think he's hot. Yes! Okay, he looks like a baby face. No. He's supposed to be, like, 19 in the show, and then I looked it up. He's my age. He's 27. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's my so God. Hot. I never noticed him before. I'm like, okay, I'm into this guy. What else has he been in? Bronson? Oh. Um, I, I forget. I have to look it up. Okay. He was, like, in other stuff, too. I think Nashville or something. Got that it. show. I don't know. He was not on my radar until now. But, yeah. I was excited to see Scott Speedman. That's okay. true. Wow. He looks good. He does look good. He's, like, 50, I think. And that's his dad? Yeah. Well, stepdad. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Um, um, yeah, he looks good. He does. I haven't seen Scott Speedman in anything in really. a long time. I think he's on Grey's Anatomy now. I think. What? I haven't. I haven't caught up. I, I both. We both watched Made. Oh yeah, we both yeah. watched Made. Yeah. And. And I really liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. It's a great drama series. Yeah, Annie McDowell's daughter's in it. And yeah. She plays the mom as well, which I thought was great. Yeah, I think she's really pretty too, Alex. Yeah. I didn't know this when I was watching Made until I realized, I'm like, oh, I put two and two together. She's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, the hippie chick. Yeah, I had... You can tell them she's a good actress, because I I couldn't, like, put the two and two together until I, like, researched her a little bit. Definitely. Because both those characters are, like, one end of the spectrum. Polar opposites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought, too, about Spencer. Uh Uh-huh. When I first understood that I was Kristen Stewart as Princess D. Yeah. I thought... Who would cast her? Who had that vision, you know, to yeah. be like, oh, she's Princess D out of like this whole plethora uh, in Hollywood that I'm sure wanted that role, you know? Because I've never seen her do like anything outstanding. Like, you know, I never really got into Twilight. Right. But I never also seen her do anything like that's like, oh shit, like she's a great actress. To me, she was like kind of like, eh. She's just there. She was just there, yeah, yeah to me. And. Yeah, to see that, and I think somebody must have had a whole vision for her. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure. I yeah. mean, she's been in the industry for, like, ever since she was a kid. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see it, see what's up, yeah. see how she does. She's getting so many good reviews. Yeah. I think she might be winning an Oscar. Or nominated. Nominated, for sure. Yeah, I think that would be, like, maybe her first nom. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I think so. Because she not. was in Into the Wild. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good I movie. don't know if she got nominated for that at all or anything. I don't remember that one. I don't know. But you know what's funny? Like, Princess D's coming into, like, popularity. Yeah. And, which is cool, because, like, you know, she was done dirty by the royal family. Yeah. And it's, like, really coming to light. Like, have you ever seen The Crown? No. That's a good show. Okay. My, some people might think it's boring, but I like the royal family drama and stuff, and I like British shit. But the girl who plays Princess D in that show is super good, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot her name, but she looks exactly like her. Oh, okay. Perfect. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, liking this. I kind of like the shining the light of, yeah, you know, the Prince's D drama. The royal family. Yeah. Wow. I wonder, like, if, like, what's, who's the, who's the newest queen now? I forgot her name. The newest queen? The newest. Uh, oh, um, Kate Middleton? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder, like, what are her, what are her thoughts within, like, the whole Spencer thing and the, I feel the like, crown and all that? I feel like Prince William, she's married to Prince William, and I feel like them, they're, like, in such denial and in their own little bubble and, like, oh, they're, like, like kind of corporate, like, we need to be, you know, right. showing the face of the royal family and blah, blah, do their due diligence. While yeah. Harry and Meghan Markle, they're, like, okay, fuck that. Like, they did the whole Oprah thing. And, right. like, it, it's just shining a, a different perspective on that. And we True. already knew that the royal family is, like, nothing. Right. They have no power at yeah. all. It's just a, a status symbol to get tourists into London. 
True. Pretty much. That's what I like. I lived in London for three months back in the day when I was in college, and we had a British culture study class, and that's basically what they were saying. They're oh, like, wow. the royal family doesn't do shit. It's all about Parliament. Wow. Yeah. It seems like a very corporate world to me. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's all governments pretty much. Ugh. I would hate to be in that like trap. I feel like Meghan Markle was trapped. Yeah. You know, but I mean, she is still kind of trapped, but she's like backing away from it. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like the whole like. Um, like scandal about everything wasn't really necessary. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she, at towards the end she did like the publicity. She did like you know being a name in some way. I can see that because obviously she's an actress. Like she likes you know there's some sort right. of like ego trip being like on the spotlight. Right. But I think it's like I think they're. I feel like Meghan Markle is like the new Princess Diana. Like they're kind of like against her and like. How dare you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope not. I hope she's okay. Like yeah. her and Harry. Just leave them alone, I guess. Right. Like, let them do their thing. Like, they yeah. don't have... the. Uh, I feel like... I don't know what's going to happen if whenever uh, the queen dies. Don't know, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like, she's never going to die. Like, she's, I feel like she's going to die and come back as a corpse. Come and back be like, as a zombie? Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, I'm never going to leave you my crown or, or my status. She's going to be cryogenically frozen. For sure. <laughs> she's going to yeah. be like one of those heads in Futurama. Yeah. You know? That's going to be her. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I was going to talk to you. I was going to mention, uh, what else was I going to mention? So then I also want to touch base on the Brittany Murphy documentary. Oh yeah. We yeah. watched that together. Yeah. I first, I don't know. I, I didn't like the title. What was it? Oh, what happened? Like what happened? Brittany Murphy, like kind of accusing her. Yeah. Like asking her like what happened to you. Right. Yeah. I didn't really care for that. I feel like it wasn't her fault. It was like society's fault. And I, yeah. that's like bringing back to what happened to Princess Diana and stuff and what's going on. Like true. Just so much like, even though like we both love media, we both love like entertainment and stuff. It's just so toxic at the same time. Right. It's like, how do you get rid of that? How do you, I don't know. But like what happened with Brittany Murphy is like, she got, she always wanted to be an actress in the documentary. You know, she was good too. People saw that and they're like, oh, you have to change. You can't be the frumpy best friend. You have to be this like skinny blonde bombshell. Right. And so she tried to like transform, transform herself that she became super skinny and like had a bunch of health problems. And it was just wild how like her and her husband died months apart because of the same issue. And then I, it really bothered me that people called her like typecaster as like the chubby girl from Clueless. Oh yeah, what the hell? She she was fucking skinny, skinny. dude. She was fine. She was Petite. normal. Yeah. Like what? It's just it's just Hollywood, dude. They like do this to people, like get you. Yeah. It's just like so much spotlight on you and so much criticism. Exactly. People said that like the culture has changed, but I really don't see that. No, like, dude, look at the like. Obviously, look at the Kardashians. Look at like what's going on. You know, the Kardashians are like such a main issue, though. Yeah. Because like their their platform, they don't really stand for anything positive. Like whatever they stand for, whatever selfishness they stand for, is trickling down to the city. Right. And it's just influencing these young people that just now. I mean, if you interact with young people like in their twenties, except an exception with you, but everybody just kind of has that like like that blank stare on the end and everybody kind of looks this like this this stereotype now you know like the 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 sweats the vans looking shoes that are like big and thick the crop tops Mm -hmm. long thin uh long hair the the tanned skin you know like the big ass it's like that's kind of like the culture here now in LA. It's so annoying. Everyone's like getting work done. Like you can be fresh 20 years old and there's girls like getting boob implants or butt yeah. implants. Like, like, yes, like I believe like if this is going to make you happy, then do it. But you shouldn't do it because everyone else is doing right. it, you know? And it's like really hard because especially for women, because we're always like going to be on the spotlight and criticized. And like, it's just so hard. Like, I don't know how anybody were to escape that. I know it is. And I... I like Jennifer Lopez because mm-hmm. I her, one time in her interview she said that she she felt now like when she was turning like mid to late thirties that record labels were kind of giving her a shelf life like mm-hmm. you know you're kind of getting older now like do you just want to stick to acting or do you just like 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 pick a lane right and she was like why why should I and she mm-hmm. kind of did break all these burials and she didn't settle for less mm-hmm. and she always promotes like health. Right. You know, and exercise. Right. And she's not really like this. 
she could be like this super bougie, vanity, selfish person, but she's not, you know? Yeah. Um, and also with her, like, I feel like she's aging gracefully. Like, she's probably had work done. I don't know. But it looks good. Like, she looks yeah. more natural than most women do. You get right. crazy fillers or whatever. Right. And then her and Ben Affleck, like, I don't know how I feel about that still. I think we talked about it. But it's like... I love them together. You love them together? Yeah. Um, but you said they're not going to get married, right? Because they're going to be like a Kurt Russell and... I guess. Like, I don't know. I think I think they were talking about that. I could see that. I could see that. Because she, like, they both had bad run-ins with getting married and divorced. Yeah. Even though I really liked Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner together. I thought they were really cute. I thought they were cute for a little bit. For after, a little bit? After a while, they were kind of, you could tell they were kind of, like, getting tired of each other. I feel like she's just a really goody-good. Yeah. And he's more edgy. Did you ever watch Alias? Yes. That was a good one. I loved Alias. That yeah. was a good show. It, you know, during that show, I was looking at the trivia. She was dating her her co-star. I forgot his name. Like Michael Barton or something like that. Okay. And then, I, I don't know if she cheated, but then she started dating because she was uh, doing Electra at the same time. I That's love what, Electra. I know. It was good. Yeah. It got bad reviews, but I loved it. Electra and Daredevil. And, right. Okay. Um, that's when she started dating Ben Affleck, and then I think the last season of Alias, that's when she got, she was really pregnant with Ben Affleck's kid. I just felt bad for her coaster. Like, I yeah. don't know, so much drama going on. Right. I don't know. I know. I liked, um, I like them now, though. Like, I like Ben Affleck and J-Lo. They're, they're cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Anna Ferris? Yeah, everyone's, oh my god, his post with, uh, about his wife, Catherine Schwarzenegger, like, there's yeah. so much criticism going on. I see it, like I see the both ends, but Chris Pratt just has a, he's gone like a weird route, too Christian True. for me, like he's like, God squad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And like low key homophobic and now he's getting all these roles like Gar, he's voicing Garfield, voicing Mario, like what? Yeah. I don't know. And then like, I feel like he's ignoring like his son. Because uh, I guess his son has, like, a disability because he's born oh. prematurely. So that's the whole criticism because he made that post, the anniversary post about his wife, Catherine Schwarzenegger, and he's like, oh, she gave me such a healthy daughter. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Wow. Fuck that. that I know. And then Annabelle is, like, a, such a cool person. Yeah. She has so her sweet. she has her podcast. I love her like, podcast. Yeah, and she's just, like, a cool chick. And it's like, why did you do, like, I don't understand why they broke up. And I think fame got to him. For sure. Anna Ferris, if you're listening, we support you. Hell yeah. Come to our podcast. You're always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Ugh, Chris Pratt. It's just so cringy. He seems like such a frat boy to me. Like yeah. frat boy moves. Like I never really cared for him as much as an actor. I never thought he was so talented. Right. He had a moment for a while with Guardians of the Galaxy and whatnot. Right. But now he's kinda of like watering down to me like ugh. Like, I liked him in Parks and, Parks and Rec. That's when he was, like, kind of chubby and, like, cool yeah. and like, funny. And then all of a sudden, when he got cast as Guardians and he got really fit, like, boom, fame got to him. He was, like, really superficial. Gets to people. Yeah, and I think Anna Ferris was, like, not about that. I think she was more down-to-earth, like, chill, like, you know? Yeah. And she's, like, I don't think she gets work done or anything. She looks natural for her age. She looks like yeah. a 40-something-year-old sure. woman. Yeah. I was, I listened to her podcast once, and she had uh, said... She was, she was kind of like feeling sad and she said that she was talking about her Hollywood journey mm-hmm. and she said she mentioned I've always get I always got cast as a stupid blonde girl right and she said that I never really got taken seriously mm-hmm. uh, as an actress in Hollywood right I thought that was so sad it is sad like see Hollywood yeah fuck you dude I know what the hell yeah so yeah I thought that was pretty sad but mm-hmm. with Brittany Murphy and stuff like you know, she she made herself fit into this character that wasn't really who she was. And I feel like she got lost in it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know, like, a way out. And to top it off, she had a crazy fucking mother. And then to top it off, like, she had a crazy, even crazier fucked up husband. Yeah. You know? So I, I just think it's just a ter- terrible, sad story. Like, in the documentary, it, like, goes into detail about her husband and how deceitful he was. He was just, like, a complete liar. He was saying that he had all this money, that he was, like, diagnosed with cancer, didn't even have that. And he was just super, like, controlling. And I feel like that was really her downfall in the industry because she was, like, near the end, she was only doing, like, these B... B-rated like horror films, right, or psychological thrillers, and no one wanted to deal with her because her husband is tech was like her manager, her makeup artist was like everything, and it's like that's just icky to me. It's like yeah, I don't know. I don't- For sure, one of the saddest things I feel like in this documentary that I found, I shared it with you, but there wasn't 
this like friend. You know, she didn't have like that mm-hmm. ride or die friend. She had a bunch of like acquaintances talking and people that knew her on sets. Right. But she didn't have a friend that actually would go to the house and say, "What's going on?" Like, "Excuse me, like, what are you doing? Like, snap out of it. Your mom's crazy. Your right. your husband's crazy." She didn't have that. I know. You know, it, it was just so heartbreaking. I feel like a lot of people get blinded by love and like. You know, when they meet someone, they're like, if you talk shit about them, I'm going to just disown you. You know, I don't know how, like, I feel like, I don't think I've ever been in that position, but I understand the blindness of love or like infatuation with somebody. Right. And that's just like super common these days. And it's like, why? Like have like, have a, like an overall perspective of who you're with, you know? Right. I don't know. It's just crazy how women get like trapped in these relationships. Yeah. These really toxic relationships. And I feel like if she would have divorced him and moved out and stuff, I think she would be alive today. For sure. Yeah, she yeah. wouldn't have gotten like that toxic mold in her system and Yeah. I don't know, it's crazy to me. It is crazy, but we I had told Erica that we're gonna go drive to her house and just kind of like put some flowers and hopefully we can film that for you guys so you guys can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're hopefully also trying to look for other like murder type of houses around here in Hollywood since there's so many. Right. The Snowden mansions like down the street. Right. You know, so it should be really interesting. So we have a lot of cool tricks up our I, sleeves. I do want to go to um, Sharon Stone's house. Sharon Stone's not, house? Not Sharon Stone. Oh my God. Um, what? I was saying. No, I forgot. Um, what's her name? The one from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now I forgot her name. Oh, uh, Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. There, was a, yeah, there was a Sharon for in there. Sure. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, also Sharon Tate's house and also um, Jim Morrison's hotel where he passed passed away. No, he passed away in Paris. Okay, so what was this hotel about? Okay. When he would His come to LA. Staying. When he would come to LA and he would stay there. Okay. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Jim Morrison. Please <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> what's another what's another good spot I mean just like see like the, the Dahlia murder the Black, Black Dahlia murder yeah. spots creepy yeah there's so many I have to do our research I know when I going back to when I was living in London I took a Jack the Ripper tour that was pretty cool pretty That's spooky cool. yeah I don't know it's just like interesting like it's it's horrible humanity's awful but yeah. it's like kind of interesting to go around was there see. ever a Jack the Ripper movie yeah played by well not like have you ever seen that one movie from hell with Johnny Depp? That's about Jack the Ripper. Okay, yeah. I knew there was something out there about Jack the Ripper. just wasn't sure. Like, There's probably a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, for right? sure. There's nothing really, like, that stands out. I kind of thought Sleepy Hollow... Not Sleepy Hollow. What was the other one where he's a barber? Sweeney Todd? Yeah. Is that about also Jack the Ripper? No. No. That that's was a like musical, a... That, right? Yeah, that's a musical. Okay. That was a different thing. I think you're thinking of From Hell. And I'm just I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to rewatch that. Like Johnny Depp's character is like a detective, and he has an opioid addiction. He's right. like smoking. Is right. Yeah. I, I gotta see that again. Yeah. Um, one movie that I'm really excited to see is The Matrix. Oh, the new one? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm having my doubts because I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I'll we'll see what happens. I'm gonna watch it. I love it. I because the other Matrix movies were directed by the Wachowski brothers. Well, now the. Wachowski uh, siblings. Siblings. So that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, it's in the family still. Yeah, yeah. So only one of them's directing it though, not the other one. Not both of them. Together. Okay, got it. Yeah, I forgot which one. I think it was. I forgot which sibling it is. Right. But there's still a part of it. But I don't know. I'm just skeptical. I just feel like. Yeah. When, I don't know. But Carrie Ann Moss is in it too. Yes. And Keanu Reeves. So yes. love it. I love that. Yeah. You know, I know they have that chemistry going on. I'm sure they still do. Of course. Um, I can't wait to see Carrie Ann Moss and Lady Six again. Yeah. There's Icon. A, there's a, a company I used to work for called Devex Clothing. Yeah. And my boss made this, she was a fashion designer of this brand. She made this killer trench coat and it was all black. And she was like, do you want to name it? I'm like, sure. So I named it the Trinity Trench. Because it was like so Trinity from the Matrix, so dude, that's a good name. Trinity it is Trench. right, yeah. And so she was like, "Yeah, cool." But shout out Carrie Ann Moss, we love you. Yes, Trinity. Name yeah. my my dog that. Just kidding. Trinity. Would you name a dog that? Trinity. Yeah. Come here, Trinity. Trinity. Name, name your daughter that. My daughter, Trinity. That's actually pretty cool. That's a pretty name. Yeah. yeah. There we go. People are called Trini though. Trini. Trini? Yeah, because people like to shorten shit all the time. No, it's Trinity. Right. We'll see. Yeah. What else? Um, So we got the Matrix. uh, I don't know. Uh, Talk to us more about your fashion. How you you got into it. I don't don't think we really, like, 
shine a light on that. Okay, so my journey started when, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it all started. It all started when I bought my first Vogue magazine. No, so I don't know. I kind of got started a little bit late in life with mm-hmm. the whole fashion thing because, I, I mean, I always had an interest for fashion uh, since, like, when I was younger. I've, I've, ha- I've always had, I always gravitated towards magazines and I always loved, like, like aggressive type of edgy, like, uh, campaign ads mm-hmm. uh, as well as, like, really cool romantic campaign ads. And I, I was just, like, that type of chick that would stack magazines and always got the latest Vogue issue and I always had my favorite Vogue issue which was always Italian Vogue Mm -hmm. they just did fashion so much better Vogue American Vogue was very always watered down with celebrities on the cover I mean with Kim K and Kanye and stuff like it was always like that so I never cared for that and so I used to work at a job where it was like totally not fashion it was a not not a fashion job it was just like a desk job and it was like my early 20s I liked that job because I it paid me really good mm-hmm. and I got the benefits I got a 401k everything was there for me so I thought I don't need to fucking even go, ever go to college I have this awesome job I I'm gonna have this job not pretty much awesome but I have this good paying job and uh, I pretty much made it I could retire here. Yeah. As the years went by, it was one of those companies where, like, everybody was there. Like, I was the youngest one there. Like, everybody there was, like, in their 50s. Everybody got, like, their retirement package and whatever. And as as time went by, I did, like, eight years in this company. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was there for eight years. Oh, wow. And, I mean, eight years of trying to, like, fit into, like, a mold that I didn't care for. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I always wanted to... I always had this yearning to, like, just, like, quit and just try to find some kind of fashion job and try to restart my life again but I was always too scared right I was like I'm already I'm already 25 like you know for me that was like older mm-hmm. and like who's even gonna, how am I gonna start like this is ridiculous like I would always fight that like every day going in there mm-hmm. uh one day I was just like talking to my husband I told him like you know I really hate my job and he knew I always hated it because he knew like how dreadful it was for me to go in every day yeah and so I finally got the guts to just quit and because my husband was like you know you should just quit and it's okay I got you you know mm-hmm. and and so I finally got the guts and I quit and so I said okay I'm gonna go also find myself an internship where I can learn about the fashion world and you know start from the bottom fuck it and so I wanted to find an internship that was more me you right. know I, I didn't want to waste my fucking time because I was older now I was right. like in my late 20s heading to my towards my 30s yeah so I didn't want I couldn't waste time right like I needed to find something that I was interested in and I had a passion for yeah you know if I was gonna start over again mm-hmm. so luckily enough I found this really cool business it was a home business called Vex Clothing mm-hmm. shout out Vex Clothing um, latex handmade right. and I remember I was I hit her up on Twitter of the fashion designer. I was like, "Hey, are you still hiring interns?" Or I'm really interested. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm actually still hiring." And she's like, "Can you come in now?" I was like, "Fuck it." And it was like ten minutes away from my house. Right. And so I was like, "This is perfect." And she, I went over there and I, I saw this like, she had like this home studio and it was like decked with latex. You go in there, it was nothing but the smell of rubber. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> like, mm, yes. I, "Yeah." I was so I was so jazzed to find it and. She, she really liked me, and she, yeah, I started interning for her, and then I became her assistant, she hired me on. From there, I she she found this showroom to showcase her collection. From there, I started going to the showroom a lot. The showroom liked me, because um, they were in LA, and so they hired me on to work at this rental department, which FYI, the fashion industry in Los Angeles is a lot different than I thought it would be Mm -hmm. because a lot of people here you think like oh LA well at least I thought the celebrities awesome like major names now right all it was just all like YouTube influencers and like no one that I've ever heard of exactly so I was like once in a while you get you know the Gagas and like whenever that happened I was like oh fuck yeah you know finally something cool yeah but it was just like all like kind of disappointing but I was like fuck it this is what it is and I was also uh, interning at the Residency Experience, which is an amazing showroom in LA and West Hollywood, uh, run by Biakerland, which is an amazing stylist. Um, and everybody was just kind of like disappointing though, because everybody was very like, um, I don't know, just, everybody was just very fake. 
you know, and I coming into it and like with such an honest, pure type of disposition coming from me, mm-hmm. you know, ready to learn, ready to absorb anything. Yeah. It, it almost seemed like nobody really cared, you know, right. and it's not like I wanted somebody to be like, oh, hey, you're here. You've arrived. No, I just wanted to find somebody who would actually that I could actually learn from, right. you know, so I never really did found that. Um, I found a bunch of heartbreaking situations. Usually how it is. Yeah. And and I was willing to just roll with the punches. Um, and I did. And and that's how I got into the fashion industry. And I mean, I had some really great moments, too. Like mm-hmm. I I was in a fitting with Nicki Minaj and I, I met her and she such a trip of a person. Uh-huh. Uh, I met Katy Perry, too, and she's actually really pretty, and she has great skin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had some really great times, too, and I had some great experiences. I had my, I attended my first fashion show because of Vex Clothing, so they're always going to be a good memory for me, but, but the industry itself, the people, not too great. Devil Wars Prada? Uh, at least with Devil Wars Prada, like, at least she was somewhere where, like, she was in the offices of Vogue, right. you know? So, like, for me, like, the whole, like, uh, so, like attitude that she was giving her, for me, at least, that would probably be worth it. Right. You know? But something like a showroom that there's so many fucking showrooms here in L.A. Yeah. You know? I don't know. You just have to really think, like, is it worth it? Or, you know? You have to have, like, a tough skin. But at least, like, you learn from it. Yeah. You know? And you know what you want now. Yeah. And you're not going to put up with anything lower than that you know and I feel like that comes with like all of us like I have my issues with um, the film industry like I've never had my my breakout but I've worked on a lot of sets and I've experienced like I have my bachelor's in screenwriting I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do but I just like entertainment I feel like this is why we're doing this because we had that connection exactly Yeah. yeah I still think you're very talented at writing. I think you should pursue it. But, I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> Have you read any of my stuff? Just kidding. Yeah, you showed me some stuff, remember? Or you, you explained to me your yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. That's potential. I see it. But I, I don't know. Everyone's your own... Like, your own, you're your own, like, critic, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to edit that whole fashion thing out because it's, like, too long. No. No? This is candid, but we're shooting the shit here. Okay. For sure. Yeah, you're fine. But yeah, um, and now, but yeah, like you were saying, I think I think like the journey itself um, made me a little bit stronger. Like it pre- it prepared me to what I'm doing now. Right. You know, like uh, it's kind of full, full circle in a way where mm-hmm. I'm studio services, which is actually called movie studio services. Right. It's um, it's a service with the Nordstrom, but the clients I used to go to the showroom some clients I see them here so they're like oh wow like you're here too and and they're the good clients they're the yeah. good clients that aren't like you know like fucking with like not paying or whatever and right. so so it I, now I feel like I step back and think like oh shit it, it, it was it was in a way preparing me for something you know mm-hmm. so even if you're in a weird situation and you're following your passion keep going keep going and just like it's it's all preparation it's all it's all about the journey really yeah yeah and i feel like a lot of people who like nowadays who are just like fresh out of college or whatever they feel so entitled in their low status of a job or whatever and i just hate that it's like dude be humble be humble yeah be humble with it and learn and like grow your strengths right don't come in all entitled and like snobby exactly i feel like a lot of people are like that and it's just that's like basically like 80 percent of los angeles yeah i mean even customers are entitled i'm like who are you yeah 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 but yeah so so yeah so that that's the whole uh that's virginia that's v to the g v to the g (laughs) lady v right here yeah getting some insight but yeah i mean i'm still going through my journey and i'm in my late 20s i always freak out about it like oh my god what am i doing don't know but i don't know i say this and i still kind of feel it i would love to be in the writer's room for a show like i would just love to be there and like help create these backstories of these characters and like figure out their motivations and like create something that's like unique and not really seen because i feel like nowadays everything's just a repeat rinse and repeat kind of thing right well that's like most of everything, you know? right? Uh, art is always uh, developing, but comes from some base storylines, yeah. you know. I don't know. I just want to see with my career if it goes anywhere. What's going to happen? I, I just yeah. yeah, just love entertainment. Just want to see where it goes. That's why we're here talking to you about it. Yeah, I'm giving you the four one one. I know. 
I feel like you, you'll get somewhere. I just feel like you just need to like stick with it. Well, yeah, I, I'm glad I got out of Nordstrom for sure. Yeah. Um, just tired of retail life, you know. Just don't want to. For sure. Just want to be in the creative scene. Just want to yeah. utilize those brain yeah. cells. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And it'll happen. For sure. Yeah. So, um, are you dating anybody? Are you single? So, so the field. Yes, I'm single, perpetually single. Come on, boys, hit her up, Erica. She's a hot blonde. Okay, uh, forever gonna be alone. It's just gonna be me and my dogs, and probably my sister. Gonna be spending. You really think so? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Somebody sweep me off my feet. You want to go to Portland and meet somebody? Yeah, I'm planning a Portland trip. I was telling Virginia um, right after Christmas, I'm going with me, my sister, and her friend. They're leaving a few days early. They're leaving the 31st of December, and I'm leaving the 2nd. And I was like joking. I'm like, hey, I'm staying there an extra two days to like, you know, hit the bars during New Year's Eve, see what's up, see if I find my true love. I'm, I'm kidding. It's probably not going to happen. Probably going to be really awkward. But I can see you in Portland, though. You give me Portland vibes sometimes. I've never visited there, so we'll, we'll see what what's up. But yeah, um, I'm excited. And we're taking a Twilight tour, mind you. Virginia doesn't know anything about that. Idea. But uh, I grew up with Twilight, was obsessed. We talked about it in Vampire yeah. episode. Uh, I just think it's really funny. And then uh, you sent me that one. Uh, real on uh, IG with Cardi B. Oh and yeah, she meets Robert Pattinson. <laughs> she's like, "This is you," and like Cardi B's like, "Ah!" Yeah, she's. I like her like her innocence when it comes to like meeting people. Like yeah. she doesn't really take herself too serious. Like I'm Cardi B, you know. Like she's still humble. Yeah, tell. and I love Robert Pattinson. So hey, can't yeah. wait for that Batman movie. <laughs> it's funny talking about Cardi B on Twitter. She like I think she she tweeted Penn Badgley or whatever mm-hmm. and. He, I think he responded to her, and what's funny is like she changed her avatar okay. photo as Penn Badgley. That's funny. And then Penn Badgley changed his for from Cardi B. So, That's so I know it's oh, hilarious. That's so cute. It is cute. Yeah, yeah. I like Penn Badgley. He's he's I like him better in Gossip Girl. He looked way better. What I like him as Joe. Dead Humphreys, dude. I got is in Gossip Girl. Like Okay, I was really more attracted to Chuck, but then I don't really care for Ed Westwick anymore. But um You would be attracted to jerks. I know. <laughs> Why? I have a type. Um but yeah, Penn Badgley. You know he used to date Blake Lively, right? Really? Yeah, they used to go out for a little bit. Oh. And then now she's with Ryan Reynolds, which I like them together a lot. Lucky girl. I know, right? Yeah. I heard he's taking a career break. Yeah, because he wants to be their first kids, which I admire. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can see that. He's like, yeah, I want to see my kids grow up. I'm like, right. yeah, as you should. Yeah. You know, and they have money. And like, Definitely. She's, she has money, too. For so. sure. They're good. So he's going he's gonna to stay home, and then we're going to see Blake Lively on a lot more things. Watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, predictions. I don't know if she's in anything as of recent... Uh, I saw her in that one movie with her and Anna Kendrick. Oh, that one's pretty good. Yeah, I forgot what it was called now. I forgot too. Where, like, she disappears and, like, what happened to her? Yeah, yeah. And she was so mysterious. I love her look, though, and that, like, yeah. suit. Yeah. She had a good style in there. Yeah. Yeah. She has good style. Yes. Yeah, I like her. And I like how she's so down to earth, too. Like, I feel like she's, she no- she's like, normal. Yeah. You know? That's how I feel about Ryan Reynolds, too. Like, they're both normal people. She has a cool name, too, Blake. Yeah. I like girls that have... Names. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I like that too. Yeah, like Alex and Maid. Oh, Alex? Yeah. Well, Alexandra, but like... Ugh, whatever. You gotta ruin it, Erica. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, I think Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have a daughter named James. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I think that's cool that's too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't like Casey. Casey? Yeah. Like Casey Affleck? Like Casey Affleck, and there's girls named Casey too. Oh, I don't like girls named Casey. I think Casey fits better with a dude. Like I also kind of a little bit femme named for guys. I True. I don't know. Like, right. I don't know. It shouldn't matter, but whatever. Whatever. Um. Don't what know. else? I don't know what's going on. What do you guys want to know? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Ask us questions. Yeah, we're we're new to this stuff. I was so sorry. Picking my lip. Our next episode is going to be featuring Anna. Shout out. Anna. Always hey. a shout out again. She's on Star Trek now, the new series. Oh, she is. I saw her story. Yeah. So can't wait to talk to her about some stuff. And if you guys have any upcoming questions for her, shoot us a message and we'll ask her. See yeah. what's up. She's like, like in the industry for so real. So tell us who Anna is though. Okay, Anna, um, we mentioned vaguely in the last episode of Vampires that she does. she's a textile artist. You know more about this than I do, but... Um, she does the layout for um, 
what the costume designer and stuff like puts it out there she made the clothes for Nadja and what we do in the shadows like all of those looks she did for season one and two mm-hmm. and now she's moved on to Star Trek and she was we had a little conversation with her and she was saying how it's so different she's like into that now she's like oh, I want to try a different look instead of like gothic more like science fiction and see where it goes from there yeah we'll talk to her more about it but and she's really cool like we soon with her and mm. she seems like good vibes so we can't wait to share that with you guys can't wait. she gave us like a couple of recommendation movies to watch mm-hmm. and they're all like fashion and costume design heavy yeah so I can't wait to watch those and pick her brain at like what she's into now too in fashion and whatnot so yeah yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be nice yeah. to talk to someone who's, like, full-fledged in it right now. With For the sure. current shows. Like For that's, sure. That's really exciting yeah. to me. And give us, hopefully, some insight, like, what's going on, some cheese made. I know. I was asking him, like, what's the dirt, yo? Yeah. Tell us tell us names without telling us names. Give us a hot goss. A pretty, this is why we're here, dude. Yeah. This is give why we're here. Give guys a hot goss. For this episode, what do you think? Yeah, I think we went pretty much, uh, we gave a lot of detail. Yeah. Uh, we were very prolific. Yes. <laughs> we were just basically talking about whatever. Yeah. Not really specifically any to- uh, special topics. But anyways, just want to let you guys know, we have made a TikTok, haven't made any videos yet. We are technically challenged. Um, if you guys want to shoot us any ideas or whatever, I'll start. If you just want to see your dogs, that's cool. Everyone loves yeah. like... So many people have like dog accounts. Okay. We can just like shoot little bit. Toxic shock dogs. Toxic shock dogs. For sure. Um, yeah, and just follow us um, at underscore toxic shock underscore on IG. Guess, oh, hit us up. Everyone, their mom has a podcast, and that's us. <laughs> What's our Instagram again? At underscore toxic shock underscore. Cool. Is that right? Yeah. I, think <laughs> I so. need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what? Alvita saying? What? Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen? Yeah, it's Germans. We shall meet again. Oh, sorry, I'm not German. Wow. Um, stay crispy, guys. Stay crispy. Keep it crispy.